Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. everybody to the gratitude podcast and for today's episode we have Monifa and she is actually here with me um, we are both in the same PT program and I'm a first year and she's a second year but I'll let her explain her story a little bit so Monifa tell us a little bit about yourself and how your second year of PT school has been all right. Well, thanks for having me on your podcast. This is really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I guess I went to school in Virginia. I have a pretty colorful history as to how I got into uh, physical therapy. Um, I started off at Old Dominion University. I studied there for two years, uh, studying music performance, um, actually. Yeah, shout out to all my <laughs> creative people out there in the PT world. Yeah, so I started out there. I ended up switching majors as well as transferring schools. And I ended up at James Madison University. That's like a story all in itself. But I ended up at James Madison University. And there I majored in kinesiology with a concentration in exercise science. And I minored in music. Yeah, so from there... Um, yeah, I kind of just sort of like followed my track towards physical therapy. Honestly, the reason why I got into physical therapy is um, I started playing rugby in, in undergrad. And it's honestly, it's a sport that's pretty tough. And there, uh, I ended up getting a lot of questions from my teammates uh, about like their aches and pains and like, how can I like come back next season like without that? Or how can I continue to play and still be active? And I sort of like found out that girls that like didn't get good healthcare ended up uh, starting rugby, getting injured badly, not getting good healthcare, like to return to sport or return to physical activity. And then they just weren't as physically active after that. And so I honestly saw like that was a really cool place for uh, to like enter the healthcare world, <laughs> especially um, as a physical therapist, uh, to be able to help people prepare them for physical activity and the things that they really want to do and be able to like help uh, people that maybe may want to do more unique things or play sports that are less common in the U.S. But yeah, so I guess it's sort of like how I got into PT. Uh, I guess like my second year, year two, this year is was pretty, pretty tough. Uh, we started in May. So from May to August, we had a, we had a full semester and that was a full semester. Um, <laughs> it was pretty tough. We had, um, we had a lot of classes. Uh, it was a full semester and we had adult neuro rehab and neuro together. And that was just like pretty intense. But it was really cool because I think it honestly brought our whole class together. <laughs> it really did. Like we were all just like, dude, we got to help each other get through this. It was like sort of like what ended up happening. And it was like really cool just to be like, I need help. I like, and literally just going to everybody and being like, you did well in that last test. We're going to stay together please. And then, and honestly, um, just like really like looking for help from your classmates and really just bonding together. Yeah. And so, yeah, our second year, um, in the, our second semester this fall, we've been, uh, this is our split semester. So we have seven weeks in the clinic 
Um, and then we have seven weeks in class. And so I had class for seven weeks already where we took like PEDS and a community outreach. And then we also uh, have selectives while we're in the clinic. So I've like been able to ha have like half days in the clinic and take some classes. So it's been a, it's been a good semester. A lot more relaxed this semester. <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I forget you told me, how did you get into rugby again? Like what got you started? <laughs> That's funny. Um, well, what happened was, so I was a music performance major. So my first semester at Old Dominion, I really wanted to focus on just getting my like practice schedule down. Um, but I like really wanted to play sports again. I played soccer like my whole life. And so I tried to get in contact with the club soccer team there and they didn't answer my email. <laughs> so in the spring semester, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna play every sport. Um, I'll play like a new sport a semester and so I was like oh I'll probably like start with rowing then I'll like join the tennis club and then I'll like do like the like running or cross country and um what happened was <laughs> I ended up at the rugby table for at the like uh, at the like the school club fair and they had practiced that night and so I was like ah, it's like it's right it's tonight so like I might as well just show up we'll start with rugby I was like this spring I'll do rugby and I ended up like falling in love with it. It was kind of like one of those things I was like, it was so weird. It was like, I was literally like, I have no idea what's happening. And it's like, I can't just like move on without actually understanding the sport. And so I ended up just like getting sucked in through curiosity. <laughs> and so that's how it all began. Yeah. That's so cool. I don't think I have heard that part of the story. I didn't remember if you told me at NSC or <laughs> not. And I was like, I don't think she did. I just knew that you did rugby. But that's so cool that Pen how you got into it like I mean you're obviously a really curious person you didn't try triathlons I'm gonna pick on you for that one. <laughs> oh gosh that's another level that's what I say like when I'm like not playing rugby anymore I have a list of sports <laughs> to play <laughs> it's not a sport though I mean it is yeah it is it's totally not yeah. the same not the same oh my gosh <laughs> anyway go ahead continue with your questions Kathy <laughs> oh okay so Take us back to when you were applying to PT school, and I don't know if you applied to more than one school, but um, when you decided on the program that you're in right now, which is High Point, um, how did you decide to be in a brand new program and be in the first PT class? Cool. All right, so taking us back, sort of around this time, <laughs> like two years ago, I guess. Um, so I had applied to like about all my schools in October and uh, High Point was actually my very first interview and everything like that. And so my interview date was like in late October or something. And uh, I remember getting so pumped from that email. Like it was, I was so hyped, it was exciting. Yeah, I like honestly from the interview date, um, I remember I was talking to, I had a professor um, that I did research with, and she was also my rugby coach. <laughs> That's a story in itself. And um, she, I remember telling, she was just asking us, oh, what are you guys doing this week? And I was like, yeah, I have an interview at a PT school. And she was like, oh, it's cool, high point. She was like, they have a really great program there. She was like, the professors there are really awesome. And I actually had done research with uh, Dr. Ford there. Um, and I know Dr. Smaliga. Um, as well, like one of our professors, they're both professors in our program. And I was like, cool. And I was like, cool. I was like, if she like, if she compliments anything, it's a big deal. She's so, 
And so I was like, oh, they must actually have like a really great program. And so, um, yeah, I sort of like went in just sort of very curious because I was like, this uh, school isn't accredited. And when I interviewed, actually, they didn't even, the building wasn't even done yet. <laughs> the building wasn't even done because it was like that October. I think the building like finished around May. Yeah, about right before we like got in. And so it was sort of like there was nothing really there um, except sort of their offices um, on campus and like the lab. They had a pretty nice lab for being a temporary lab. I remember going, I was like, this is temporary? Oh my gosh. Um, their biomechanics lab was amazing. And sort of just because the program was so new and they didn't necessarily have stuff or reputation quite yet, um, they really had to share with us like why they started the program. What type of physical therapist do they want us to be? Um, what work had they put in into creating the program? And I, I just found that so unique from a lot of other schools. You kind of sort of get the what's, the details of this is what we have, this is what we do, you know, um, these are our facilities, this is the way our, like, our curriculum's laid out. And, like, I think we really got to see, like, the sort of, like, the roots of the program. And it seemed really cool being there. And I just remember professors saying, like, you all get to set the type of culture that you have here. And I thought that was really cool to be the first class to be able to help create that environment um, for classes to come. And just looking at the quality of the professors that we had here, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> we'll be fine, like, with the accreditation process. It's like, they've done everything they, like, when it comes to accrediting schools, it's like they literally need students there to go through um, before we can fully be accredited. And so like everything had been done so carefully, I felt so comfortable being there. That's crazy that it wasn't even built yet. I did not know this. I don't know if I would have done the same thing, but it sounds like, honestly, there are so many pros to being in such a new program. Like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, if we're the only class, like we'll get extra time with the professors. I was like, they won't be as busy as they will be later. So I was like, this will be good. Yeah, I was like, honestly, really excited about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and during an interview session, I was on a panel and one of the other second year students was saying, like Monifa just said, I mean, they, our professors really had to give you their mission of what they wanted for this program because this building wasn't done and going to another building where you're not, you're not even going to be in and just finding out, um, you know, do you really belong here and are you the right fit? Um, but yeah, for a new program, I mean, it can be tough too. Mm -hmm. I know, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm a really old program. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, but that's so cool. And you did a lot of research. So what have you researched? so far when did you start what are you doing now okay cool so in undergrad so basically at james madison university um my rugby coach there also had an animal and human uh, biomechanics lab um she ran the lab there and um she would always like whenever she had like kinesiology or biology since so be like oh just come by our lab and I remember she was giving a tour to like engineering students or something and like going through a research and I just remember like being like oh can I come by then she was like sure and I just ended up uh, going by and just like seeing what she did which is 
it's amazing, like some of the stuff she um, done. She she focuses a lot on uh, lemurs. Um, <laughs> yeah, she does a lot on lemurs. She travels to, like Madagascar like all the time to do like research on that. And really cool. But her roots started with um, studying humans, especially like the human foot and stuff like that. And I had had a ton of foot injuries. And so I was like, oh, the foot, that's exciting. I'm going to study that. Um, and so I had a lot of questions in that area. And I just remember her being like, yeah, you should totally sign up to do research with me. And then two years, <laughs> two years down the line, I had worked on a lot of really great projects with her. I had really started with one project of that was sort of like sort of my own or that we really started from the ground up was really working on looking at intrinsic foot muscle activation um, doing, during a lot of basic activities like walking and balancing. And then also looking at that during um, some sort of like typical sort of like rehab exercises like marble pickups and all that good stuff. Um, and so like sort of like looking at that as well as like sort of working to come up with a new way to measure like the strength of these muscles sort of to find like a baseline so we can figure out how to rehab them well. And so that was like a really cool project that I, that I worked a lot on. I also worked, I became like very comfortable running the equipment in the lab. So I would help students that were running other projects. Like I remember when I first started, I was helping a bit with a student, an engineering student that was working on like a minimalist shoe project, like a running, a running project. So I'd help run things and get set up for that. As well as I got, I worked a lot on another project looking at um, different types of footwear with the barbell back squat and looking at sort of like weightlifting shoes compared to running shoes and minimalist shoes, like how that really affects like power output and some of those like kinetics and kinematics. And that's sort of a project we were able to sort of continue after the student was done to gather more data. And I'm actually still working on that project with my professor now. It's really cool. Uh, whenever I'm going up north to like New York City or something, I always, from North Carolina, I stop through Harrisonburg in Virginia and I like meet up with her. And we usually like talk a little bit of research and a little bit of rugby. And, and uh, then I like keep going north. And so it's been really cool to sort of uh, collaborate with her. Yeah, because she's one of the most influential people that, like, I met at um, James Madison University, so it was really cool. Yeah, so, like, that's what I did in undergrad. I don't know if you want to hear about that. Yeah, let's do grad school stuff. So what are you doing right now in grad school? Second year. <laughs> yeah, so in grad school, I, I, what did I do? I immediately, when I got here, I emailed Dr. Ford and was like, I want to do research. And he said, slow down. <laughs> he was like, um, like, get one semester down. And then I started working with him the fall of my, uh, so the fall, my first year, uh, working on a project with kids with uh, juvenile idiopathic arthritis. And what we were doing was honestly looking to gain some like tests and measures on these kids as well as taking note of their symptoms, what joints were involved, in order to sort of understand the way they move a lot better so that there can be better uh, guidelines towards their physical activity and what they should and shouldn't be doing. Because right now it's sort of vague for that population, um, especially because there's like a spectrum of severity, a spectrum of like, yeah, how involved all the joints are and things like that. And so that was a really cool project to sort of get on. And it was, it was definitely more like physical therapy based. So I was definitely working on a lot more like applied science uh, work in undergrad. Um, and so like I'm working with a group of students with that and we're um, partnered with a pediatrician in the area 
with Dr. Ford. And then let's see, I'm also working on another project looking at some of the football data that Dr. Ford has. I signed up for a selective. So we have selectives and we have half day uh, clinicals. And I took the research selective, which didn't seem like as exciting as like trying needling. But I was like, I want to do, <laughs> I want to continue to do um, research. So I was like, let me like, yeah, let me like continue this path and hopefully get something a little bit focused towards either the foot, which is like one of my favorite things to study, like the foot or um, something a little closer to like rugby. Because like I want to eventually get to working with rugby players, especially female rugby players, and really get some research out there with that. And so football. There we go. We're getting closer. <laughs> and so um, I started working um, with some of his data that he had collected with um, some of his Adidas research. So I couldn't look at the same parameters that they looked at, but there was still a lot of data where I, we could ask some clinical questions. And I was actually able to look at some of the they looked at bone mineral density um, in the foot. And so I was able to look at some of those parameters and compare that to some of the measures in the body, as well as also some of the kinetics and kinematic data that we had gotten, which was which is actually like really cool to sort of look at. And it was really neat because with a lot of my research in undergrad, I had gotten to the point of mostly like gathering a lot of the data and asking questions, but um, I was a bit slower with like this statistical analysis. And so my professor would be like, okay, I can do this really fast and like we can get a poster out sort of thing. Like I can do this like quickly. And so um, I never really got the chance to really like play around with the data. It's really like really cool to start looking at the tests and measures and look at how you can really like output data and like look through the actual numbers, which is whew, sometimes gives you a headache. We've been looking at it too long, but um, it's really cool stuff. Yeah, and I was able to also somehow <laughs> we ended up with like two sort of projects um, through that sort of stemmed uh, another project where we started looking at the the knee and movement patterns with these athletes because um, we had a lot of different a lot of different tests and measures we had some cutting some landing some like like weighted sled push and like a lot of different things and so i was able to look at some of the the moments about the knees and the ankles and sort of look at that at, with these athletes as well and so it's been really cool to sort of like work on these projects and Dr. Ford really really challenges us with like how how we're asking questions, how we can make it clinically relevant, and he he doesn't really give us straight answers. I think in undergrad, when I was struggling really hard, and I like wasn't quite asking the question in the direction my professor like wanted, she would just be like, "Here's what we should look at. <laughs> Let's think about this," and then like let's look into it more, like look into the research. I'd be like, cool, but Dr. Ford, I'll go to him and I'll be struggling. He'll be like, it's not quite what we're looking for. You should keep looking. And I'm like, but Dr. Ford, aren't you going to give me more guidance? Um, <laughs> but no, he really wants us to be able to think critically and really challenge us to really be able to generate questions and really, really be able to come up with it ourselves and not just be spoon fed information. Which was, which was really cool. And I think like, that was like one of the toughest things, but I really value that because that will make us better like clinicians and researchers as well. So, yeah. You got a lot of research, Monifa, man. So what are the best find or like the most interesting findings that you've had so far? Well, catch me at CSM. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, you're going to be at CSM. What, what are you presenting? Which one of your 
research things. So I'm presenting two posters at CSM, the bone mineral density study. I will be presenting in the orthopedic section, as well as so the movement patterns about the knee. I'll be presenting that in the sports section. So um, yeah, what's been really cool is I think the biggest things, I think what we haven't been finding, I think has honestly been kind of cool as well. Um, so what we really have really found um, that I think was like super interesting with the movement patterns. Um, so we looked at things like the drop vertical jump, which is like um, a common tool used to look at injury risk. And then we sort of compared like the, the players, we put them into different groups, and then we're able to compare their movements during other activities. And what was interesting is they moved in similar ways when completing those activities, which I thought was kind of interesting, because sometimes you would think, oh, maybe if they're not uh, under as much of a load, maybe they'll move a little differently. Um, but it was interesting that they had those similar patterns. So when you look at like the risk that these players have, like as clinicians, like what interventions can we do to make sure that they're possibly reducing this risk, as well as how can we screen these things throughout their career um, to possibly help them move better, as well as like when they're coming back to sport, uh, are we able to intervene and actually decrease some of those risk factors that they have? And so, no, it was actually like a really interesting thing to sort of look into because sometimes you would think maybe a different sort of movement, a player might move a little bit differently, or maybe they are just going to move the same way in certain activities. And so I, I found that those findings kind of interesting. And it sort of like leaves uh, then like a second sort of question is like, then can we change that you know that's like that's like the biggest thing can we change that and like does that affect performance so that's been really cool it's also been really interesting as well to look into sort of like the screening tools that we do have to look for injury risk and things like that as well as like the gaps that we do have in our knowledge um, uh, one of the coolest things we're learning in one of our um, sports selective is like there's so many factors that go into injury, you know, and it's, um, you can't just say knee valgus or a knee abduction moment is what's going to cause these players to have injury. But wouldn't you want to like reduce like one of those factors as well? So like there's a really interesting sort of debate and like, can we predict injury? There's so many factors, but it's like, what if we can reduce some of those other risk factors as well? Research is cool. Yes, man, it's cool. It's really cool. Um, yeah, there's so many questions out there. I'm with Moni for right now, and she just she's so excited talking about this, which is so great. <laughs> I love seeing that. How many times or how many hours a week do you usually you know devote just to research? Like, I know you have your selective, but outside of your other classes, um. I guess it, it all sort of depends. Yeah, it depends on are we collecting data for like the JIA project, um, what stages of like the research you're in. Like when you're first just sort of asking questions and then you're like sort of comparing certain things together or sort of figuring out how you're gonna um, group data to then look at it. it. It's I think you put in a lot more <laughs> a lot more work, and um, I would say right now it's probably around like eight about eight hours. Um, and like sometimes you're just like looking at a paper, you know. It's, it doesn't like seem too intense, but it's like it's sort of something that you naturally just begin to like fit in. 
yeah, it's like, oh, I'm just looking at papers for one class. Oh, I thought it was really cool. I'm on ACL. <laughs> like, <laughs> ACL risk. Let me read that one, too. I say around eight. Mm-hmm. What's the most, like, in one week? What is, like, the max hours that you've devoted to your research? I don't know. I would say in grad school, I've been way more organized. And Dr. Ford has kept things in much more of a stepwise, like, we need to do this, this, and this. But I'd say in undergrad, I've spent so many hours. I've lived in the lab at least, like, 15, 20 hours. Like, you know, like, just working on or, like, oh, I messed something up, which I, I tend to do. I messed something up. Now I need to go back and fix it. And so, like, <laughs> and I need to fix it fast. So, like, and, oh, I'm gathering data for, like, these two projects. And so, especially if you're working on multiple things, it can add up. Um, like I remember I was working on two projects at once in undergrad so I I would collect data on like two people on like Monday and Tuesday and then like Wednesday Thursday I need to like collect data on someone else for like another project and there's always set up there's always paperwork and then you still need to like keep up with the literature and make sure you're reading and stuff like that so it can add up for sure. What has research taught you so far as a student? Um, I think it's really taught me to question things I think and be okay like questioning things as well as it's okay to not have all the right answers Um, I think really just being comfortable like asking questions and always being okay like going to professors with like questions that may not even be that meaningful I think what's amazing about our programs is how available our professors are um, to be able to just ask silly things or ask like a simple question. I remember once I was, I had like my hand raised in class and like we couldn't get to questions. And then like two days later, professor went to me and said, I remember I didn't get to your question. <laughs> like, let's just, uh, like, what, what, what were you talking about? And so just to be able to like bounce ideas off of people, um, always be okay with like sharing ideas and be able to bounce ideas off of someone else. As well as I think one of the coolest things I've seen um, just working with Dr. Ford are the people in the minds that he has that he's always working with. He's working with people that are like highly inquisitive, knowledgeable in their field. Like we work with the athletic training program. We have professors with their PhD that are like amazing. I love working with them so much <laughs> um, with their PhD and they, they can share so much insight um, as well as we have exercise, like professors from the exercise science program as well as yeah, and like physiology professors. And then you have physical therapy as well. And so like, just to be able to have minds from all of those areas and like be able to bounce ideas off of them. And like, I'll just see, I think it's really cool is just watching a professor just be like, I don't know about this. What do you think? Just to someone else Um, and just get their input. I think it's really cool. And it's a really great way to stay humble and always like remember to like have people around that may know more than you or are that, I don't know, are more knowledgeable in another area. So you can sort of bounce ideas off of them and you don't have to know everything. You know, you just have like other people around that you can ask questions. And I think that's been one of the most valuable things. Yeah, and I think that's really important for students to understand like your classmates may not always know everything and you may actually benefit more from talking to people, you know, outside of PT sometimes, talk to an athletic trainer, talk to an exercise physiologist, you know, I think that's super valuable. So how can other students get involved in research in general? It's pretty generic process, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Um, I would just say, talk to your professors. 
because they're probably involved with something. I think what's really cool at High Point is I think our professors have realized how much we want to help. So every semester we get a mailing, like they email us uh, what every professor's involved in. <laughs> and then uh, if you want to like help out with one of those projects, just email them. And so there's a huge open door there for that. But, I, but it may not be exactly the same at other programs. Um, so really just being comfortable, like just going to them and asking questions. I think they'll realize when you're asking questions about a certain subject, they're like, hey, you may want to research that. We have, a, we have a professor that like, if you ever ask her something like difficult or weird and, and there isn't really literature to support that area, she's like, hey, you can do a research project on that, <laughs> you know, and, and really take them up on that. Because like that whole process will teach you a lot. Yeah, from the IRB writing that to the manuscript and sending that out to get peer reviewed. But yeah, I think really just being inquisitive, asking questions, I think is the biggest thing and uh, not just letting them pass you by. Like I have a question notebook of like, literally if I'm thinking like, that's weird, why would someone do that? I will, and I don't have anyone to ask, I'll just write it down um, and then go to a professor later or if, I, if we have a class coming up that's about that subject, save that question for then. But yeah, just really like enjoy questioning things. Um, and then like, honestly, if you have an idea about something, just go to your professor and be like, I would love to research this, how would I go about it? And honestly, they'll probably help you. <laughs> they'll probably help you go about it. Yeah, I would just say, like, I've gone to my professors, just like my uh, advisor, and I'm like, I want to research these things. She's like, well, have you spoken to this person, this person, this person about doing this? And I was like, hmm, I haven't even thought of that. Like, you know, like, if you're really open about your goals and open about that you want to do it with someone that has, like, done something like that or could help you, like, just go for it. And I know I forgot to ask Gabby, did you do research in undergrad or grad school yet, Gabby? Oh, no, I have not. You've been the subject in... I've been a subject in one study, one of our professors, he was doing an ankle study, and, uh, no, excuse me, two say. studies, a DEXA scan study and an ankle study so far, because they email our class, both classes, and they say, hey, we need research participants if you want to do this, and it's actually really cool, you know, participating in these tests, because then you see, like, oh, wow, I had an injury, I had an ankle sprain, and... Now I'm doing these hopping, you know, tests and you're like, wow, I'm not as stable as I thought I would be. So you kind of um, learn things about yourself too. And even the DEXA scan, that was really cool. And you can see, you know, your bone mineral density and where you are and, you know, the scale and you're learning about this stuff right now. And so it's super cool to kind of see that for yourself and, and then see where you as a subject, where the research goes from there. And I'm seeing it when it gets published. And participating as a subject is a really cool way to sort of get a sneak peek in like the process of what goes in. So like even if you're, if someone's a little bit curious, like being a, if you uh, fit the criteria of being a subject as well is still helpful for research. I love being a subject. I haven't been one here because mm -hmm. I, I don't know how research oriented our program is yet. I have failed to look into that too much. <laughs> um, but I loved, you know, being a subject in undergrad and like in undergrad, we had to do a, a capstone research project. So, you know, you all do your research project and mm -hmm. lots of fun. Love it. Yeah, that's all of our questions. Do you have anything else or do you have any questions for us, Monifa? Oh my, I wasn't ready for this. 
Wow. We just started this recently, uh-huh. the last few episodes. We always end with, do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Oh, I have a question for everyone that, that I always mean the PT work. Um, yeah. Are you guys interested in any specialization so far? Oh, that's Sarah? <laughs> Asta Heidling. Nah, I'm keeping it open. Open? Cool. I'm keeping it open right now just mm-hmm. because I know with clinicals my mind could change. Like I have had back different backgrounds with observation and different settings. So right now I'm staying open as well. But I am, you know, some of the classes that we're learning, you know, more about the knee or the shoulder, and especially the shoulder. I never knew you know, because I never had any shoulder injuries. So learning all about the shoulder and um, now I'm like, oh, I really like shoulder stuff. So learning new things. But yeah, in regards to specializations, I'm not entirely sure. Undecided. Undecided. Cool. <laughs> Undecided, yeah. I would love to like open my own practice one day. I don't know about research completely. I'd love to be a subject more and maybe look into it. But I love looking at triathlete injuries and endurance injuries and I injure myself, so, <laughs> you know, I think looking more into that would be really fascinating. That's a really cool area that people are really interested in, because a lot of those, like, repetitive injuries are, yeah, those are, those are really interesting. Oh, yeah. That's what my undergrad research study was on. You guys can find it. <laughs> I did, I compared, like, endurance athletes. I compared the triathlon club and uh, the powerlifting club slash barbell club at the University of Akron and like their body comp, their um, lactate levels before and after exercise, VO2 max. I wanted to do a DEXA scan, but I couldn't do it for school complicated reasons. But it was a good comparative study. I thought it was cool. Cool. That actually That's awesome. Like, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. <laughs> it's all really <laughs> But yeah, thanks so much for coming on Monifa. It's so good to see you again, even though I'm not with you guys over there. We're practically together. Yeah, basically. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was awesome. Yes, thank you for coming on. And where can we find you, I guess, in regards to social media? If someone wants to reach out to you, have questions. Oh, man, that's cool. (laughs) I never really thought of the social media plug. Um, Yeah, you can follow me on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, what, monifa.a? Yeah, on Instagram, you can follow me there. yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. If you want to follow me on LinkedIn and message me there, you can do that. We'll put links in the show notes. Yeah. Yay! Awesome. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.